Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Talking to nobody. So you want to be somebody. We're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, we got there. You want to be somebody. What do you think? Stop. It's a theme song. Yeah, we'll put the theme song in afterwards. No, I want to sing it. All right. Wow. Hi. What's happening? Here we are. We're here. Welcome back to Talking to Nobody. I'm Zane Talkington, and I'm your host. And I'm sorry that we disappeared for so long. In the beginning of 2019, I was having tea with a friend, my friend Rebel, shout out to Rebel, and I was talking about how there are all these podcasts and talk shows where you get to hear from celebrities and and people who have made it, and which is great, and they're great resources, and it's great to learn from them, and it's great to hear from them, but I was talking to Rebel and I was saying I, I would love to hear from the people who are who are in the during who are in the process you know that that stage of your life before you make it and not just make it to fame but to, but making it to where you want to be and where you see yourself and he's like well well why don't you you do it why don't you interview those people and I was like okay so I I created this podcast to interview those people, to interview the dreamers, the nobodies who are aspiring to be somebodies who have a dream, but they're just not quite there yet. They're in that during process. And that's how Talking to Nobody was born. And it's it's for the underdogs, you know? It, it's for those people who are working four to five to however many jobs, however many side hustles to to get where they want to be. And I'm so excited to to hear from more of those people. We had a great first season. We 20 20 episodes, 20 nobodies who work their asses off and are still working their asses off. We had a magician. We had Rockus, the magician from I think yeah, um, I forget Lithuania. Where Lithuania, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that was so much fun. Max Mirando from the band Lily. The band Lily, ever since that episode, has taken off so much. Yeah, they've been doing good. They've been. They're killing it. They're killing it. So, yeah, just everyone that I had on the previous season, they're they're still they're still hustling towards their dream, and and of course the pandemic really 
<laughs> had an impact on on all of our dreams and I think that's what I really want to talk about today is is where we've been and why talking to nobody came to a a standstill and um who we are again just like a refresher of who we are why we're doing this podcast and why we're qualified or not qualified I'm excited and nervous and all the all the things, the things. So, yeah. So our story, our um, our pandemic story, 2020 leaking into 2021. Oh my gosh, so many years. Wow, this is crazy. We're in 2022. So I'm Zane, like I said, and Nathan, um, my wonderful partner. He is my producer, co-host at times, life kicking ass partner, and just the all round, just all all the things. Yeah, and a great way for people who are just tuning in to talking to nobody. I would say a great way to to get started is to go back to go back to the beginning of season one. There's an introduction episode, and then episode one is actually Nathan's story, which is which is very inspirational. And episode seven, which is my lucky number, maybe I planned that, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. It just it just happened. <laughs> um, it's quite a coincidence, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just it was the universe, you know. But um. But um, I feel like we should take a shot now for all you How I Met Your Mother fans out there. Yeah, episode seven is is my story. And maybe I'll just give like a little a little recap of, of my story. I am an actor and Nathan is also an actor. We, we met at acting school. We went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And we bonded over our mutual loss of the of two people that we loved the most in the world, um, his best friend, Grisha, and uh, my father, Michael Talkington. I remember the night that we we first hung out and ended up getting together. We bonded over over our experiences. And I think that's another reason why I wanted to start a podcast like this is, is that's how you make such great connections. And I, I don't think there's a safe space to do that um until you you really get to know somebody then you start to open up and I just I guess I wanted to normalize talking about your grief and your loss and mental health in a safe way with with people that you don't even really feel close to if you want to if you're comfortable yeah your successes and your disasters right your struggles and Yes, just all of it. Your your scars, and and that's another thing I'd love to do. Um, a new segment called Scar Stories, where people, you know, and they they can be they can be scars from injuries or surgeries, but they could also be scars from like oh piercings that went wrong, or I don't know, you fell out of a tree, like you were a reckless kid. <laughs> I did it all. <laughs> so so yeah, just just a place where people can come and they can feel safe to be vulnerable but also to have fun and and I just love people I just I love I love hearing people's stories so yeah so that's where Nathan and I met we we bonded over our mutual um loss and I think that's why I have such a passion about mental health is because 
when I was 14. And if you listen to my episode, episode seven, you'll hear more about that story. But I lost my father to suicide when I was 14. Um, And for a long time, I carried around the guilt of what he did. And I... I think there are a lot of other people out there who probably have that that same guilt and I just I want people to know that it's not their fault and I know it's a journey to finally accepting that truth but that's another reason I started the show was because I think there are a lot of people out there who have lost someone just in general not just to suicide but to cancer or car accidents or whatever you know loss and just a place where you can talk to someone who maybe has also lost someone and you can cry you can laugh you can reminisce and I think we need to normalize that more so yeah that's that's a little bit about my story and (laughs) we've just had we've just had a crazy past few years we went to Florida no, well, backtrack. So, Talking to Nobody, season one, happened, and we were killing it. We had amazing guests, we had fun games, and I was feeling very, very passionate about continuing this podcast and, and getting it to the people who needed to hear it. And while I was recording the first season of Talking to Nobody, I was working at the Den Meditation, a meditation studio, and... I was feeling inspired to create and unfortunately I had to transition into another job back into the restaurant industry and that's when talking to nobody stopped and I think that's when I started to feel (laughs) not creative. I've worked in the the restaurant industry since I was 15 years old and I had to go back to it. You know, we all have our, our side hustles. And this was one that I knew well. I knew that I could do. And I knew I could make enough money to to support myself. Uh, however, I think it took a really big toll on my mental health. And I fell into a, to a depression. Because of that, I started taking Lexapro. And for me, it, it helped for a time. I think I needed to be on it for a time. But then eventually it just started to make me feel like a zombie. <laughs> it started to make me feel just numb to everything. And I think because of that, I felt less creative. And I just didn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> I didn't want to talk to people. I, I started to feel a bit of social anxiety, uh, especially when I would I would go into my restaurant job. I, you know, someone who loves talking to people. I mean, my last name is Talkington. <laughs> you know, this is what I do. I, I love hearing people's stories. I love talking to people. I always found myself to be, I consider myself an extrovert. And then something just just came over me and I think it was a combination of working at a job and not the the place itself I worked with wonderful wonderful people but I just I think 
I had done it for so long that my body was just telling me this isn't this isn't where you need to be. So I fell into this depression and I just didn't I just didn't want to talk to people. I didn't. I I I don't know. I just wanted to be alone and I remember I would sleep till 1, 2 in the afternoon and then I'd have to be at work at 4:30 and that would be my life and then February 2020 Nathan and I went to Australia for his sister's wedding, which was beautiful. And I'm so happy that (laughs) we were able to go there before everything went down. And we had a wonderful time. And then when we got back, that's when everything started to change. And so did you want to talk a little bit about what happened when we got back from Australia? Oh, I get to talk about the pandemic? No, I mean, we, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I've been talking for a long time, so um, take the floor. I mean, I feel like we don't, we could talk about that, but everybody lived it, you know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to spend this episode talking a lot about the pandemic. I think it's definitely something we need to touch on because it happened, but everyone hears about it all the time, all day, every day. It It's very overwhelming and sad yes we need to be aware of it but i i want this to to not that's not the focus of this coming back episode but i just wanted to talk about you know where why we've disappeared that's what i'm getting at cool i'll do a speed round sure pandemic happened we moved to florida we came back to la (laughs) though and that's pretty much it and that's it show is over thanks everybody for listening (laughs) no but yeah, so essentially that, that is what happened. We, I feel the need to burp right now. So I'll edit that out later or I'll leave it in because, you know, people burp. It happens. We, <laughs> we came back from Australia. I think I went to my restaurant job for, for one weekend and, you know, nobody was wearing masks. And then the next week they were like, hey, guys, we're, we're going to be closing for a while. So Nathan had a great idea that we should hightail it to Florida where my mom lives. And little did we know that we would be there from March 2020 to June 2021. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a long time. But honestly, now that I think back to it, I think it was what we needed. And that would be my my beautiful dog. She's thirsty. We can cut that. <laughs> no, we can leave it in. You know, it's relatable. No, it's not relatable. <laughs> people have dogs. Yeah, but people don't want to sponsor a podcast. <laughs> so they hear a dog in the background. I mean, maybe they do. Will we get sponsored by like Zesty Pods no, or something? I'm going to make you cut it. <laughs> All right, we'll see if that happens. So we were in Florida staying with my mom, which I'm very grateful to her for allowing us to stay with her. So yeah, basically we had to move out of our apartment in LA. We put all of our stuff in storage and then we drove my car from LA to Florida and lived with my mom for about a year and a half. And because of that, we were able to save money in order to eventually come back and we detailed cars we dog sat we worked at a restaurant we bartended served 
we cleaned houses. We just did anything and everything we could because we knew that we wanted to come back here. <laughs> and I think, I think we needed to be there during this time. I know people have a lot of <laughs> mixed opinions about Florida and I don't mean we were meant to be in Florida. I think we were just meant to be where we were in that time of our lives. And and during that time, I don't know, I, I feel like you and I did a lot of work, not only on our relationship, but on ourselves. Would you agree? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I think the year itself for me was very uh, reflective and I learned a lot about myself, about my personality, about my likes and dislikes and my habits and good ones and not so good ones and uh yeah no it was actually at at the end of the day it all depends on how you look at it you know do you look at it as the glass is half full do you look at it as half empty you know so yeah it's just a matter of perspective so i think we got really good at uh looking at it looking at the perspective from you know being in the first person, being us who are living our own day-to-day lives, but then also looking at it from a perspective of an outsider. Definitely. What do you feel was your biggest takeaway from that time? My biggest takeaway? I don't know. Probably probably just to like focus more on myself. You know, I'd, I'd focus a lot on other people and I'd sort of put myself in the back or at the bottom of the list, focus on other people. Uh, not worry about what I needed to do for my own sanity, for my own happiness, for my own enjoyment. So I, yeah, that was definitely one thing that I took away from it. I don't know about you. I think that's huge. Uh, yeah, I, I think my biggest takeaway was plan to go unplanned <laughs> and um, embrace the uncertainty because I tend to be a very routine person and I've always been a planner and if things don't go as I planned I get really anxious and I get really frustrated and I think a lot of people can probably relate to that it's like you had all these plans I mean the people who plan to have their wedding and plan these vacations and didn't get to have them and you know obviously they're in the grand scheme of life there are things that are more important than these little things that went unplanned but at the same time I I think it's okay to be frustrated that things didn't go as you planned and I think that was was my biggest takeaway was was just being able to take peace in knowing that sometimes things don't go the way you plan them out to be and to just to go with the flow you know, and I don't know, I, I think I've taken that into my day-to-day life, and, and sometimes, you know, of course, you get frustrated, like, oh, man, you know, I planned to go to this concert or this dinner, and it got canceled, or, or something like that, you know, and it's just, or, oh, you know, we wanted to go to this restaurant, but they don't have a table available for us, these are very small examples, but not letting it ruin your whole day, and just, just keep it moving, you know, so I think that's, that's definitely one of the biggest things I learned, and just don't be afraid of, of the unknown, so I'm very grateful for it, I'm very grateful that we had that time, it it was very challenging, it was a very, 
at the beginning, it was a very dark time. As I mentioned before, I had been taking Lexapro, which I know has worked wonders for a lot of people with depression. But for me personally, I, it, I just don't think it was a good fit. And I think that also needs to be normalized, talking about depression medication and things like that and whether it works or doesn't work for a specific person. And I had been taking Lexapro. And I, when I got to Florida, was unable to get refills for it because my psychiatrist was in LA and I wasn't able to get a refill unless I saw them in person, but I couldn't see them in person before we left for Florida because of the pandemic. And then when we got to Florida, they wouldn't refill it when I was not there, which I I totally understand, but it was it was very scary because I was out. I was out of this medication that I had been taking religiously for months. And you're supposed to gradually wean off of that type of medication. And I wasn't able to do that. I had to come off of it cold turkey. And I think because of that, I went into even deeper depression. So at at this time, when we had all this time, we had so much time. And I kept telling myself, oh, Zane, start doing the podcast again, you know, even if it's just you and Nathan or just you or you interview people via Zoom, whatever, like you have all this time, there's no excuse. And I guarantee there are other people out there that had that same feeling. Wow, I have all this time. Oh my gosh, I should be productive. I should do all those things. I should read all those books, should take up those skills that I, I've always wanted to do but never had time to do now I have the time there's no excuse and I I felt that that pressure and I couldn't do it I was just so sad and not just because of all the changes and the pandemic and everything I was sad because I I stopped this medicine out of nowhere and I I just remember there were days where I just I just didn't want to get out of bed and I remember even making a video I'm sure you can all go see it on on Talking to Nobody's Instagram page where I reached out to my listeners saying, Talking to Nobody's coming back. And I I felt so passionate in that moment on that day to to bring it back. And, and I feel like I made a promise to people like that I was going to be there for them during this time. And, and then I wasn't. And I feel like a little guilty I don't feel a little, I feel a lot guilty about not seeing that through. But now that we've had even more time to grow and learn, I think I think we just need to all be okay with the fact that sometimes it's okay to not to not be okay. And it's okay to not be productive because if I know anything about myself, I know eventually I'm going to pick myself back up again. And I know you're like that too. And I know there's a lot of other people like that too, where yes, they reach, we reach a low point, but eventually you find the hope again. And I think that's why I'm, I know that's why I'm bringing this podcast back now because I've found my hope and joy again. And that hope and joy came from a lot of trial and error. I feel like that 
That's another thing I learned. It's okay to try something that you're really excited about and passionate about. And you're like, yes, this is going to work. And catapult me to the next level of happiness and success in my life. And then it, and then sometimes it doesn't work. And not being hard on yourself when it doesn't work. Did you have any experiences like that this past year? Like with trial and error? Like trying something and then it just wasn't a good fit? I mean, not just specifically this year. I get, or that, just in general. That's just for me. Just My whole life has been that. It's just trial and error. Trial and error. You know, you do things that aren't always going to work or aren't always going to go the way that you wanted them to or expect them to. And yeah, so yeah, I mean, I haven't had that any more this year than I have, I would say, any other year. Mm. Uh, It's just sort of, it's for me, it's all trial and error, trial and error. I I feel like that's life. Yeah. Life is all trial and error, no matter what age you are. My biggest trial and i wouldn't say error but my my biggest trial this past year was going back to school so while we were in florida and i was finally starting to feel creative and passionate again i had this passion to to learn and i thought oh why don't why don't i go back to school And so I applied to Antioch University and um, was accepted. And so when we made the plan to move back to L.A. in June of last year, I had everything planned out once again. Did the Zane thing, the planning thing. Like, okay, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get my bachelor's degree and I'm going to do something with my life because that's what I need to do to do something with my life and to feel successful. And yeah, so I was like, I'm going back to school. I felt very passionately about it. I don't regret it at all. So I did one semester last year from about October to December and I went to school full-time, and I had everything planned out. I thought I was going to be able to go to school full-time and not have to work that much because of a loan that I was hoping to to take out, which right before I started school seemed like it was all going to work out. And then the day before I started school, after committing to full-time, the loan didn't work out. And I was just like, you know, trying to keep it moving, keep it positive. Okay, I'll go back to school. I'll, I'll just make it work. I'll just have to work more. It's fine. And it was very challenging. It was, it was really hard. Uh, and I, I guarantee I'm not alone in this. I know there are so, so many people out there who are going to school and also working, either working full time or just working at all while you are trying to earn a degree, study. It's, it's a lot. It's, and when, when do you take care of yourself? So I was like, okay, I'm still going to do it. And I did. And then In the meantime, a lot of other things in life happened that made it even more challenging to focus on school. Um, My grampy 
passed away. And uh, that was very unexpected and very sudden. If you've listened to my show before, you know that we do game time with Grammy. And Grampy is Grammy's husband. And he he is one of the main reasons I fell in love with performing. I grew up in their house listening to Grammy play piano and Grampy play his organ and trumpet. And he made me fall in love with musical theater and music. And he unfortunately passed away this past December. And um, I, I'm happy that he's no longer in pain. But it was really hard because I didn't get to to be there. And I, I know you've had an experience like that too, right, Nathan, where you didn't get to be there when your grandmother passed away. Yeah, when I first came out to school to Los Angeles, um, my grandmother fell ill. And then she came down with dementia and was in the hospital for a little while. And I had the opportunity to go and see her. And my family says, you know, don't do that. Stay in school and remember her how she was and not how she is Mm -hmm. because she doesn't remember anybody she barely knows herself or you know can do things for herself on a day-to-day basis uh so yeah so I missed out on that but now my last memories or all of my memories are very fond ones so Mm. yeah in a a way I don't regret that at all it's kind of it's kind of nice yeah that's that's beautiful and I it's it's interesting. I would lo- I would love to hear from from other people eventually when we when we're talking about loss, you know, hearing from the people who did get to be there with that person, and and have that moment saying their last words to them, and then hearing from the people who didn't, and and hearing what they, I mean, I guess you don't really know what you would prefer if you didn't get to have the latter, but I I don't know. I know that it was hard for my mom to be there and my little sister also got to go and say goodbye to him and and they both said you know zany it was better that you weren't here because he wasn't himself and I guess my biggest thing is you know you'll just you'll always wonder wonder what it would have been like to be there um yeah so I I don't know so that happened and I'm so glad that he is no longer in pain. But that was a challenge. And there were many other challenges. Financial challenges, loss, you know, work-related things, and just mental health-related things that really... I, that I did not expect and that I had to deal with while I was going to school. And... I still did my best to try to finish up my classes and, and pass them to the best of my ability. And I think <laughs> I had it in my head, like, saying, you can't be a quitter. Like, don't be a quitter. But also, I think it's not being a quitter. Listening to yourself and what you need is is not being a quitter. I th- I think you just... I think we're all just doing our best. I think these, these past few years, we've all just been doing our best and we've all been in in different situations and I just want you to know wherever you were these past few years you made it (laughs) you're still here and and we're back and we're here and we're ready to hear your stories and 
I'm so grateful that I did take this semester at school. I, I, I finally came to a point where I realized, oh, you know, right now, this isn't, this isn't where I'm feeling passionate. This isn't where I'm feeling I need to be. And I think that's okay as well. It's not quitting. It's redirecting. Um, maybe that's just a nice way of saying quitting, but I feel like it's just taking a redirection in my life. I can always go back to school. Anybody can go back to school at any time. My mom went back when she was 40 something years old. I think it was meant to be that I went back to school for this one semester because I took a class that I think is the reason why I felt so inspired to start this podcast back up again. I took a class called Sources of Creativity and it was the reason I wanted to go to Antioch in the first place. I When I was looking into the school and, and to the program, I saw that course listed at the top of the courses list and I was like, oh wow, that that sounds like exactly what I need. I need to reawaken my creativity. I don't feel creative at all. And it turned out to be the most interesting class and very different than what I expected, but it, it definitely taught me a lot about creativity. We read two different books uh, that I highly recommend. One is, I, I think it's called Creativity, The Invention of Creativity or something like that um, by Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, I believe is the name, and then another one called Free Play. I forget his first name, but his last name is Nachmanovich. And they're very inspirational books for anyone who's looking to learn about the creative process and and where people find their inspiration and how they uphold it and, and pull from it throughout their lives, even during challenging times. And and then for our final project, we were asked to interview someone. And I was like, this is so, this is so weird. I, I did not expect this to be my final project, having to interview someone about their creative process and what inspires them. I was like, huh, this sounds really familiar. This sounds like something that I've done before. And and so I interviewed two people who are, are very, very inspirational to me and who have followed their dream and are such hard workers. And after I did that interview, I knew, okay, Zane, this is what you need to do. You you need to, to get back to what you love doing most, and that's talking to people. And am I the best at talking to people? I, probably not, but I love it. <laughs> and I I want I want to hear people's stories. I want to hear what inspires them. I want to hear about their creative process. Not just actors, just anyone. Anyone who has a dream or or and a creative outlet that that they just that helps them get through the day. And so that's why I'm back. I I was really lost for a long time these past few years. And I'm still feeling a little lost, but I'm start I'm starting to feel like I'm finding my way again. And for the first time in a really long time, I feel excited to get up every day and to feel, I feel creative and passionate. Uh, we're, we're both back in an acting class, 
We're, we're watching actors work every week and make subtle adjustments and, and dig deep and tell stories. And I don't want to just tell stories. I want to hear stories because I feel like that's how you grow and you become a more kind, empathetic person. Talking to nobody, man. We're, we're freaking back and it's, it's been a ride. And this time we have some some really exciting things in the works. We have awesome people coming on. We yeah. have who we got who we got coming on for uh, this season. What what sort of professions? <sighs> oh, we have actors, of course, but we also have fitness trainers. We have fight coordinators. We have hairstylists. We have just anything. Poets, musicians, if you're a gardener, if you, you know, models, if you're a model, if you grow mushrooms in your bathroom, I don't know. <laughs> we got some servers coming on as well. S- surfers? Like, servers. Oh, servers, like serving people. Yes, absolutely. Got to hear more from those people, especially the people who worked in the restaurant industry this these past few years, like us, you know, just just anybody if you have a story i want to i want to hear it i want to hear why you do what you do what inspired you what keeps you inspired and if there was a time where you didn't feel inspired how you you got it you got it back or maybe you haven't yet you know it's just raw real stories that's what i want on a lighter note we both had massages today. How was your massage? Pretty good. Yeah? You feeling relaxed? Well. Yeah. Feeling good. Feeling ready. Feeling good. Like I should. Do, I don't know if you feel this way during massages, but <laughs> massages are supposed to be relaxing, right? You're supposed to be able to go in, relax, not think about anything you know maybe fall asleep but for some reason massages give me a decent amount of anxiety and my thought the entire time is oh my god i hope i don't fart (laughs) not once have i ever thought of this yes that i think hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I, I don't know. Let me know if you also feel this way, but in t- the entire time I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I hope my stomach doesn't make those weird grumbly noises. 
or oh I hope I don't fart or or oh I forgot to shave my legs today I'm so sorry that this person has to feel my prickly legs I and you know oh am I like I don't know Uh, this do you not feel this way at all I, I honestly I don't think I've ever had a massage where I I'm fully relaxed because I'm constantly thinking about, ah, I hope this doesn't happen. So it was not that relaxing, but it's my fault. They did a great job. I'm very grateful for the massage. Um, but yeah, (laughs) doesn't, doesn't Jerry Seinfeld like say something about that? Or maybe it's George, but He's like, yeah, I feel like, you know, I need to talk to them because they're, they're touching me. And then that's another thing. How, how did this become a thing? You go and you pay a stranger to, to rub you down. <laughs> I, it's just, it's very interesting. <laughs> Do you not feel this way? No, I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> I just go in there and lay down, get the massage and get out. And you can like turn off your thoughts. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Well, so what do you think about? Nothing. You think about nothing. There's no way. I don't think that's physically possible to physically, mentally. How? What's the correct way to say this? I just don't think it's possible Yeah. to you, think about nothing at all. You just go in there and you lay down. Right. But then what's going on in your head? Like, oh, oh what am I having for dinner? Like anything no, like that? No. I'm laying it's, down and I'm either thinking about the massage like, and oh, this feels good. the muscles that, you know, are getting hit and, and putting pressure on or nothing. I just lay there. I don't. You find this very, you find this very difficult to understand. No, I, because it's, it's amazing. I've never had a massage that wasn't, you know, from you. <laughs> But I can just do that in my day-to-day life. You can just turn it off. Yeah. I don't always turn have to be off. I don't always have to be thinking about something. But but I don't <laughs> This is such an interesting concept. But when you're not thinking about anything, you're thinking about something. No. You can you can switch off. This is also something I'm trying to learn from, you know, these past few years was really trying to be present in the moment and meditate and things like that. It's definitely still something I'm working on. And you would think that in a massage, you would be able to do that, to just turn off completely. And and I do, I try to, you know, be in the moment, be like, oh, you know, he's they whoever massaging my neck and this feels nice and I feel a sense of release and then I'm like oh my gosh you know what if you know my hair is greasy or oh I need to go to the grocery store after this so yes it's just bringing it back to the present moment and I, and then I tell myself that oh I I am here now I am here now but you're just always here now here in the moment now yeah always. how do you do that I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm. I just am. I'm just here. Right. But what would your advice be to someone who is not here like me? I think. I think for me, it's just uh, concentrating. It's just like it's like it's like being an acting scene. You know, when you when you get lost or you lose your way on the lines or something. Connecting with the with your partner with your acting partner, 
and it brings you back into the scene. Well, yes, that I can do. Right, but it's it's the same thing in in life. Well, but what are you connecting with? The you know the t- the TV or the the face thing and the massage table. You're connecting. You're with, connecting with that. No, you're just connecting with your your body is is all one, and so you're connecting just because you know you're not connecting with something that you're seeing or something that you're talking about or some something that you're doing. You can just be and connect from your body, from your sensations, from your just you that now is your primary focus, not other things. That's beautiful. You should be a meditation teacher. I mean I'm sure they'd hire you on I, one of those. I think other people do it better than I do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let the professionals stick to it. But but maybe that's who we need to hear from is a non professional I don't know what I'm talking about. But that's maybe that's better <laughs> because it's more relatable. Maybe that's why people and I'm all for meditation apps and books and classes and all that stuff like give me all of it and yoga. But maybe when you go into that setting for someone who is new or if, you know, yeah, just like kind of apprehensive and nervous about meditation and being in the moments moments the moment and things you know maybe it would be better to hear from just a dude who's like you know yeah like just do this and maybe it would click i mean it's not as yeah it's easy it's just, <laughs> i know you're saying more than just do it like it's not a trial above video but right yeah exactly i mean it's easy for i guess easier for me to do that because that's all i've ever known in my life you know that's all i've ever done it's just be in the moment you know even when i was a kid i was like oh i want to go climb that tree i'm gonna go climb the tree i'm not gonna be thinking about anything else i'm gonna be thinking about climbing the tree see that is it (laughs) if i were to go climb a tree i would first think oh look at this beautiful tree i would love to climb it oh but i need to go pee first okay i go pee um, oh snap! I need to put the laundry in the dryer. Oh, and then I need to put the dishes in the dishwasher. Oh, but I gotta go climb that tree. Oh wait, do I have the right shoes on to climb the tree? Yeah, no, you're putting too much thought into it. Just go and do it. <laughs> just, just, just do just it. Go and get Don't it done. Don't your dreams be dreams. Don't overthink it, because that's I think that's the problem too. Is when you overthink something, then that's when you start to psych yourself out. But when is it appropriate to? To, to check like do you do any type of check-in i feel like we should put like a like a little note do not try this yeah, at home yeah obviously yeah <laughs> don't do something crazy and take my advice i'm gonna go and... jump off the bridge Yay. or something yeah maybe yeah, no. so but you're saying to maybe just put like the interior monologue of like the schedule of life like yes so Maybe, yeah, good advice would be, okay, I want to go. We're really looking into this tree scenario. <laughs> if if there's a tree and you're like, yeah, I want to go climb the tree, do you think there should be any sort of like physical check-in, mental check-in? Like, oh, am I wearing the right clothes to climb? Or you should just climb no. the fucking just tree. Just climb the tree. I think that's a great... <laughs> <laughs> metaphor just, for life yeah i mean i just, just use the tree as like a, a example the tree just take the leap no just yeah just go and do it you know don't overthink it mm. and that's sort of that's again too that goes back to my whole thing about trial and error 
is like, sure, you may go and climb the tree. You may fall out of it. You may get halfway up the tree and be like, oh, shit, my shoes, you know, probably weren't that good for this. But I climbed the tree. Yeah, you climbed the tree. And it's a beautiful view up here. It's a beautiful view. And then, you know. And then you go from there. You've experienced that. You're like, yes, I'm in the moment now. Okay, now we figure it out, you know. For me, it's just, it's it's obstacles to overcome. It's just like yeah. an obstacle to overcome that if I can then overcome that, I'm going to come out of it stronger. That's great. Well, and also, yeah, you're so right. It it is. It's trial and error. Like you go, <laughs> you go and climb this tree, real or metaphorical, and then yeah, maybe you do. You get up there and you're like, oh snap! Like yeah, I my feet hurt now, or oh, I scrape my, you know. And then you're like, oh well, next time, you know, then I'll wear better shoes or something. Yeah, you're saying like just try it first, right. or you you know you get up to the top, and then. You check in and be like, "Oh yeah, my feet really hurt now," but then think to yourself, "Was it was it worth it? Would you do it again?" Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, just climbing trees is um, so fun, right? But then you look at it as like, "Oh, if if I had the opportunity to do it over, would I do it again, or would I have done the same thing?" Because now I'm up here and now I'm already experiencing it. Mm-hmm. So again, too, don't focus on the past on the little things on the past right as much you know there there's little insignificant kind of however insignificant they are again to you know we're talking about this tree metaphor with no shoes on or whatever <laughs> we're talking about but you know I um love it. I love it. yeah again too you know if you make a mistake that's okay it's okay to make that mistake it is and allowing yourself to make that mistake and you know and i mean yeah learn from that mistake that's it. That's that's all. That's the best advice that I could give is just like, if you make the mistake, honestly, that's a good thing. Make the mistake. Mm-hmm. Just learn from that mistake, and then next time, you're gonna be wiser for it, and maybe not make the same mistake, but still go and climb the tree. Absol- absolutely, absolutely, know? yes. And I think that applies to to everything in in life. Is is also nothing is wasted. Not, no decision you've ever made is wasted because you've learned something g- great or small. You know, me going back to school for a semester, I could look at that as wasted time or, oh, I wasted, you know, these few months taking these classes and now I'm not even getting a bachelor's degree. Like, what a waste of time. Or I can look at it as, oh, wow, I took this one class. Well, I mean, all my classes were, were very inspiring and educational but this one in particular really had an impact on me and and I think and same with us being in Florida for as long as we were and and having to leave our home which I'm sure a lot of people had to make these these changes and transitions and and probably live in places that they didn't want to be in and were in very challenging situations and hopefully now we're all in a safer happier place but if we can all like look back on on those times where in the moment we felt oh this isn't right but but learn from it i i just don't think anything is wasted time so yeah climbing climbing the tree it's not wasted right again too you know i'm i'm a firm believer on uh i don't want to look back on life and regret anything that i did or didn't do Mm -mm. you know i just i want to i want to do it I want to do it all. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, I want to do it. 
I want to give everything a try at least once. Absolutely. And then you see what happens. You figure it out, you know, but that's how you're going to learn. That's how you're going to have experiences. That's how you're going to have moments. That's how you're going to figure out who you are and what you do and don't like. Yeah, what you want in your own life. What you want and, and who you want to surround yourself with. Yes. And, and what, you, what you want to do and, and who you want to become and how you want to set an example for your friends, your family, your kids, your 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 partner, your your whoever, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah, so it's just, that's, that's yeah, that's just my advice is just go get it done. Do it. Don't look back. Uh, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And it's a memory. You made a memory. You made a memory. Even if the mistake is a me- you know mistake, you know, right. in quotes. Again, like- too, you you think about all the big stories that you know celebrities or somebody has had that you heard on the street. Funny stories from aunts or uncles or grandparents or something. They never start off with the story of oh, you know, I overthought this way too much. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody ever, nobody ever is going to start off the story and be like, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about doing this, and then I thought about not doing that, and then I thought about doing this, and then in the end, I didn't do it, you know? I mean, you probably hear those stories, but they're not very interesting, you know? Oh, well, I mean, that that is still a story. I'm not taking away from those stories, but but yeah, I mean, I, I would love to hear from the people who, yeah, they just, maybe, maybe they did overthink something, but they did it anyways, and... and it led them to where they are now, you know? And I mean, I think that is who we are at the end of the day. People who continue to try and fail, whatever fail means, but we pick back up again and and keep it moving. And that's all you can do. My favorite book, and if listeners haven't read it, The Last Lecture, go and read this book. It is phenomenal. It'll... It changed my life, like completely after I read it. But there's there's some things in there that that'll that'll have the same impact on you as it has on a lot of other people, and and give you a sort of a new perspective. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe maybe you hate the book, and that's okay too. You know. Mm. Um. But yeah, it was a great book for me. Yes, and there's a great quote in that book about about brick walls. I can't remember it word for word, but it's it's saying. You know, the brick walls were meant for us to knock them down or something like that, right? The, the brick walls are, are meant to keep you out. Right. The brick walls are there for you to overcome those brick walls, to overcome those obstacles. Mm-hmm. They're not there to stop you. To stop you. They're there to stop others that that don't want it as bad as you are willing to do the things that you're willing to do. Right. Or or they just need to make a different direction and knock down another wall. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there's a there's a good quote in that too, or a good story in that as well, where he gets overcharged at a grocery store. I This was probably my favorite chapter. Yeah. And um, again, I don't want to give too much of the book away because if anybody wants no, to No, but this read is it. great advice. But yeah, if... He gets overcharged at the grocery store for his groceries. And it was something, I don't know, like $10 or whatever it was. As he's leaving the grocery store, he's like, well, do I go back and get that $10? Or instead of wasting that time to go and get my $10, do I get home faster and spend it with my loved ones? Yes. Yes. That is something so 
that could be so insignificant, a trip to the grocery store. And I'm sure there are people who, and I'm not judging them, maybe they're just having a bad day and they get frustrated and they, they want that refund for whatever reason. But it's, yeah, just taking that moment to check in. And this comes back to being present in the moment, you know, just checking in with yourself, being self-aware. Like, does this $10 really make a difference? Right. Or, or can I, you know, just let it go and and move on and, and yeah, go spend time with my family. I think that's that's such great advice and right. that's some that's another thing that I'm trying to work on is don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, exactly. My my mom used to say this growing up, like, Oh, small potatoes. Oh, it's small potatoes, which I still don't really understand what that means. But if you're from the mid midwest, you've probably also heard that. Yeah, small potatoes, like meaning it's just it's so small, it's so insignificant, it's not a big deal. Oh, you know, you Isn't a small potato the same as a big potato though? Just smaller? Yeah, but it's small. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but so you know, it's just I don't. No, I get I you. need I get to you. look up the the story behind yeah, it. No, but, I get you. Yeah, oh, it's small potatoes, and it and I like how it's potatoes, not potatoes. Like she never said potatoes. That does, doesn't sound the same. Small potatoes. So it's so small and insignificant with everything right. else going on in our lives and in the world. It's like yeah, it's just. It's 10, you know, some, maybe you go out to a restaurant and the server charges you for like an extra soda and you only got one. And yes, okay, maybe in your financial situation, you you really need that $3 refund. I mean, everybody's situation is different. Again, yeah. So it all comes down to perspective and and what's going on in your situation. Obviously, you make the right choice. For your situation. Right. You know. But you will do that when you take the moment instead of reacting immediately to check in. And if you do check in and say, oh, wow, honestly, yeah, like I really do need those like three, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is right now. And then you can proceed in a, in a kind way. But it's it's when you don't stay in the moment and you don't check in with with yourself and what's going on inside and then you react in maybe a rude dick like way yeah so yeah i mean best thing we can we can say is you know life is a gift yes oh go out and live it you know have some fun what does matthew mcconaughey mcconaughey oh wow mcconaughey say he in his book, Greenlights, another fantastic book. Uh, just keep living. Yeah. Just keep living. Just, just keep, living. keep it moving. On to the next. An- another great advice that I received from the people that I interviewed. Oh, yeah. did you want to say something? No, I was just thinking too, going back to uh, one of your favorite movies. Hmm. You know, talking back on overthinking things. Yes. Is the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh my gosh. You know, the he greatest. overthinks things at the beginning of the movie, and then he daydreams, and he misses out on the he real misses moment. Out on all these, these precious moments that he could have been having this whole time. Yes, yes, and and then he he takes the risk, you know, and I, and I feel like sometimes you have to do that too, and that's what I'm doing, bringing this podcast back is 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 you have to take the leap you have to take the risk you have to climb the fucking tree (laughs) again just trust yourself yes trust yourself that you got it you got it and that that life 
has got you you know the the universe whatever you maybe you don't believe in anything but like you've got you you know and you know you best and if you check in just checking in I think that that's what it all comes back to being in the moment and yes such uh, Walter Mitty oh gosh I could say so much about that movie the the life the life motto you know what what is the life motto I'm looking it up right now because it's just so great yeah. Shout out to Shannon Murphy who and and your friend Nelson. Yeah. Who also loves this movie. I just I have Ah, here we go. To see the world. Things dangerous to come to. To see behind walls. Draw closer to find each other and to feel. Ugh, I mean, I think that wraps up everything we're trying to say. And one one more big takeaway from these past few years, the interview that I did for my final assignment, the advice I was given by these two very influential people who will remain nameless until they allow me to name them. <laughs> um, I, I was asking them, you know, how, how do you define success or what's your best advice for someone who, who wants to go after their dream and who reaches a certain level of what they consider to be success? And it was keep it moving. And, you know, the same, the advice is the same for your greatest failure and your greatest success, like on to the next. Yeah, what's next? What, what, what's next? Okay, I win an Oscar. That's amazing. You know, if you win an award or win some, type of award or achievement you know take that moment and celebrate the hard work that you did absolutely but then you wake up the next day and it's like okay what's next let's do it and that was such profound advice and that's what keeps you humble I think the people who maybe get a little carried away with their ego and fame are the people who relish in in those given successes you know or or what society deems as as successful you know they just kind of live in that and I, I think you get to live in it for a time and then if you really love what you do you're just so excited to get to the next thing yeah, yeah. so yeah cool well to bring it back to the show uh yes the show any of our listeners i mean i know we got uh, a lot of great guests coming on for I guess this season these uh next few months are going to be jam-packed we're going to be bringing out an episode every Tuesday talking to nobody Tuesdays cool so that'll be coming and tequila Tuesdays that'll be that'll be coming Put out them together. very shortly but yeah if there is uh if there's anybody from a certain profession that you would like to hear about or any certain struggles that you're maybe dealing with and you'd like to hear from somebody who has dealt with the same struggles that have been able to get through those, uh, send us a message. Please. Send an email, send a, send an Instagram, uh, Instagram chat, DM, you know, reach out and uh, we'll do whatever we can to accommodate that. Absolutely. This podcast is for the nobodies, for the, un- I mean, for everybody, but specifically for those people who feel like they, what they have to say is not important. It is important, and there is someone who needs to hear 
your story and what you have to say even if it's just one person which I promise you it is way more than one person there is someone out there who is going through something very similar to you and your story could could (laughs) could make them choose to keep living so let's just keep on living and let's let's take a deep dive into scary places to you know whatever the life motto was all that yeah jazz let's just freaking do it and (laughs) you know if you if you fart during your massage it's okay it's all right people fart don't get over it don't clench your butt cheeks <laughs> like I do. Just let it out and climb the tree. And I'm so excited to hear your story. I heard this funny joke. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to laugh. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Uh, it's so nice to laugh, though. Right? Oh, I'm not going to hide it. No, yeah. I just, I heard, um, oh, who was it? Uh, it was those people. Aren't you surprised that they're, like, still together? Those people? Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> the, they they went through all that stuff. Like, aren't you surprised that they're still together? All those they went through all this. What yeah, the all the shit that they went through. All you the, don't know? No. Yeah, all the shit that they went through. Your butt cheeks. <laughs> aren't you surprised that they're still together? <laughs> it's a pretty stupid joke. But I, it's a <laughs> I love it because it it ties into everything. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was brilliant! Yeah, uh, we'll probably have some stand-up comedians on the show too. Yep, who will have way better jokes. I hope so. Than that I one. Would, so would, yeah, I'd be. I mean, that was a pretty good one. No pressure. Try uh, following that. Yeah, geez, good good luck. <laughs> Where did you hear that? I don't know. Somewhere. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah, so stand-up comedians, fitness instructors, hairstylists. hairstylists I would love another magician. That was so much fun. Yeah. Um, we got some writers. Writers, carpenters, yeah. uh, motorcycle repair men. Mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. I was, Good job. I just think, you know, I was trying to be specific. But yes, anybody. Anybody yeah. who who's hustling. Yeah. You matter. Yeah. You are enough. And... Climb that fucking tree. So yeah, um, yeah. If you want to reach out, Zane, if you want to tell everybody the email or the Instagram handle. Talking to nobody. Talking ton. That's my last name. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Talking to nobody <laughs> at outlook dot com. And yeah, we have an Instagram. You can DM me. We're working on a website. Y'all, we're going all out this yeah. time. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear what games you would like to hear on Game Time with Grammy. We would like to hear, uh, yeah, the people you would like to hear from. and Or if you want to be on the show. Or if you want to be on the show. Let us know. You'll get to see where we live, you know? Like, please don't be creepy. Um, also, I guess we should introduce uh, the other, uh, new guest on Talking to Nobody that you'll, you'll be hearing from time to time, our really noisy upstairs neighbors. <laughs> Welcome to the show. So yes, just a reminder, you know, we, we are also a couple of nobodies making this podcast and 
we have some pretty awesome equipment, but right now we are we are at home. We are still in a pandemic. We are at home and our little guy upstairs riding his skateboard, you, good for you, dude, but maybe, you know, you'll hear him from time to time and uh, we'll just roll with it. No pun intended. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm a comedian too, yeah, you know? Was Wasn't as good as the butt joke, but... But yeah, so um, just that we'll have to give him a name. Well, yes, we can't wait to hear from you. New episodes every Tuesday. If you start to hear some sponsors coming in here and there, just embrace it. Yeah. Be, be fine with the change. As sponsors coming. Yes. So get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. Be really exciting. We're going to get some deals out for you guys, all of our listeners. So Yeah, promo codes, free stuff. All that jazz. Be ready for it. This this year we're coming back with a vengeance, and it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. That sounds really evil. That sounds like we're gonna like coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> vengeance. <laughs> no, if anything, they should come back on us because we left them. <laughs> but this time we're back with presents. You know, it's like when your parents like get divorced, but then you get two Christmases. And they like buy you a lot of presents to like make up for the fact that they left you or they separated. It's a very sad analogy. Well, but that's you know it's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming back with presents, and the presents are gonna be sponsors. And you know you might think, oh well, they they're selling out. Well, yeah, but it's for you and us and for the good of all. And just you know who doesn't love a good promo code that you don't get on Honey, which Honey is great. Honey, you should sponsor us. Good things to come. And uh, we will be here for you every Tuesday. Talking to Nobody is sponsored by Audible. I use Audible almost every day. I don't know about you, but I always make it a New Year's resolution to read more books. But then I get so busy. Audible makes it so easy and accessible to listen to my audiobooks. I listen when I'm driving, cleaning houses, working on my side hustles. Right now, I'm finishing up Julie Andrews' memoir, Homework. So good. I just love her. And this is super cool. I didn't know this. They also have podcasts, guided wellness programs, and theatrical performance recordings. Who knew? They have thousands of titles to choose from, and you can download and listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Audible even keeps track of your spot on all of your devices. So if your phone dies, you have to switch to your tablet, you'll know exactly where you left off. For a free 30-day trial, which includes one credit for a free audiobook, or if you're a Prime member, two free credits, plus free access to all of their other amazing offerings, go to www.audibletrial.com nobody. That's www.audibletrial.com nobody. N-O-B-O-D-Y. No. Buddy, it's not too late to commit to your reading goals for 2022. Audible, we're so grateful for you. And now it's time for Game Time with Grammy, the part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. Well, hello, dears. Jojo Ellen Hirsch here, or as my granddaughter Zany calls me, Grammy. She has so graciously brought me back for season two of her show. I'm still not quite sure what a podcast is exactly. 
but she's very passionate about it and says I get to talk as much as I want, which sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> I'm supposed to tell you to make sure to listen all the way to the end of each interview every week so you don't miss the best part of the show, Game Time with Grammy. It's a tradition that Grammy plays a little game with our guests, and it's my time to shine, so don't miss out. This Thursday, I have the honor of playing a game with a lovely young lad named Cole, a role with Cole and Charisma from the YouTube, whatever that is. Thanks for having me back, dears. Ta-ta for now. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes of Talking to Nobody podcast, available on all podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.